Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 712 Ash Wednesday, Valentine's Day. Tim Zimmer bringing us back with the James Gang. Nicely played, Tim. Highs today of about 65 degrees. That's going to happen 4 o'clock this afternoon. It's going to be a little chilly before that. Around noon, you're looking at 63 degrees if you're going out for Valentine's lunch. Good luck with that if you are. Um, Tomorrow, highs of 70, no rain. Then some rain moves in Friday evening, highs of 66 into Saturday morning. And then the temperature drops. We reach our high temperature early in the day, then it plummets throughout the day to 36 on Saturday night on the North Shore, 42 Saturday night on the South Shore. Sunday morning is going to be chilly, sunny, highs of 52 for throughout the day. And then Sunday night, Monday morning, highs of 30, uh, lows rather of 32 on the North Shore, 38 South Shore. So another freeze for the North Shore, but not a hard freeze or anything like that. Jim Patterson joins us, Vice President of Government Affairs for Louisiana Association of Business and Industry. The Tax Foundation has a new report out, a new index, if you will, of business tax climates. And we thought we'd talk about it. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I am well. Happy Valentine's Day to you, Tommy. And the same to you. Do you take care of your obligations? Uh, I have, actually. Okay. I, I Again, I'm not seeing anybody right now, and i got to tell you, Jim, and I've gotten some texts about this. It's nice to have the day off. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is nice. That's the way I'm looking at it. It's nice to have the day off. It's it's like one of those days where it's just a Saturday or something. And I don't have to worry about anything and getting this and that. And is it the right? Is it too much? Is it too, no? None of that. I'm off. Tell me about business climates in Louisiana. Well, uh, it definitely could stand a lot of improvement, Tommy, as you well know. You've, uh, you've talked to a lot of folks uh, over your time on the radio, and uh, definitely we could, uh, we could use a lot of change. We're certainly hoping to be an agent for, for change on a lot of fronts. Um, you know that our problems are legion in the state. Uh, we've, we're excited. We've got a legislature and a governor that uh, seems very much determined to uh, make some of those changes, and uh, we're looking forward to working with them. For people that don't understand and maybe aren't in business, why is the taxing uh, business climate for for the overall? I'm looking at this um, index here from the Tax Foundation, and they break it down in uh, overall rank, corporate tax rank, individual income tax rank, Louisiana, 40th when it comes to overall, um, 34 when it comes to business, 29 when it comes to individual sales tax. 48, which is very high. 
what would you ideally property tax very low on the other hand i should continue on while i'm reading these 21 and then unemployment insurance 31 tell me um 13 rather when it comes to unemployment insurance why is it so complicated when it comes to companies and figuring out the tax structure in louisiana well, I think that uh, essentially we're we're still working on a uh, a basis of a hundred years ago almost. Uh, our tax structure is not that dissimilar to what it was when uh, Huey Long kind of set things in in place for the state uh, to run the business of, of local governments. You know, it, it's interesting, Tommy. We are unique on so many fronts. Some of them very good. Uh, but we spend a lot of time patting our backs, ourselves on the back for uh, for being unique, uh, and yet we're at the bottom of lists we'd rather be at the top of. So uh, when it comes to our tax structure, we've got myriad of, of layers of complexity. Uh, the structure is, by any standard, one of the worst in the country, and uh, we have been uh, trying uh, over uh, decades, because I've been around lobby that long uh, to know it, <laughs> To uh, change that, uh, we've had very modest success at times, uh, and then it seems like every time we, we get um, uh, a step forward, we take two steps back. As it relates to Yui Long, was that because it was based on almost paying tribute, kicking some up to politicians? I think there was a little bit of that, quite honestly. I think that uh, he wanted to control as much as he could control, and uh having the local governments having to come on, on bended knee uh, to the state uh, for whatever they needed uh, was a way to maintain that kind of control. Um, you know, we've got uh, so many things that are wrong with our, our tax system. Its complexity is, is but one of them uh, and, and one that, uh, that definitely needs to be addressed in, in short order. Uh, but the kinds of taxes that we have, we have uh, uh, an inventory tax that a baker's dozen states have. Uh, you know, most states don't. We have uh, a corporate franchise tax that, again, a baker's dozen states have. Uh, and, uh, in fact, uh, Mississippi is in the process of getting rid of theirs. So, you know, people recognize these are not good taxes. They're not healthy taxes. They are inclined to uh, discourage businesses from wanting to be here in Louisiana or to come to Louisiana. But as you say that, I got to think, Jim, that you got to believe that, you know, and, and you go going back to what you said earlier, that we pride ourselves on being different. But sometimes the things we pride ourselves on, it's not a good thing to be different in that way. And, and it seems as though the tax climate and the politics of Louisiana are inexorably linked. Accurate or not? Very accurate, and, uh, and and that's why I think that uh, you've seen on a lot of these part uh, a very concentrated effort to influence uh, uh, elections in a positive way to get uh, you know business people to run for office, uh, to get uh, good people elected that, that want to see change, and I think we finally had uh, an aligning of the planets to a degree. Uh, where that can happen to a significant degree as never before. Well, keep in mind, I'm named Thomas for a reason, I think, because I, I believe it when I see it. And I, I just wonder, when it comes to what, what we're talking about here, bottom line is corporations or businesses getting carve-outs 
in exchange uh, for um, maybe donations or something else to politicians, and it's not necessarily that quid pro quo, but it's close. And I just wonder what's going to change the political culture of Louisiana. Do you really think the people that are in office now have the will uh, to do that? Well, they do at the moment, uh, and, and I think you know that's the the, the sixty four thousand dollar question, as they used to say uh, back uh, before inflation. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know the question of whether or not the will will remain there when they start getting pressure from folks that like the status quo, folks exactly. that are benefiting in one fashion or another from things being the way that they are right now. That that's the the question I had, and I guess the way to shore up officials will to change it is to shine light on this and and uh, keep keep the public informed of who's getting what from whom and for what reason yes and and i think the public needs to take action i think they need to know that there is actually a desire on the part of legislators to know what they're thinking i think one of the things that troubles legislators more than anything is when somebody comes up and complains to them about a vote that they cast and they never heard from that individual. That individual never actually weighed in with their position on the particular bill they voted on. It's not fair to criticize them when they cast votes and you never bothered to let them know how you feel about those votes they're casting. And this goes back even to the committee hearings and so forth long before that vote happens, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and we'll be very much involved in all of that. But uh, and, and reaching out to our members, and I certainly encourage uh, you know your folks, your listeners, to go to labi.org and uh, and take a look at uh, our reports on the legislative process. Uh, you know, we would love to have more people knowing what's going on there and how it's impacting business, how we feel it impacts business, and and we would love for them to uh, to weigh in uh, with their viewpoints. And uh, unfortunately, the wrong people uh, a lot of times, uh, again, the squeaky wheel, as they say, gets the grease. Uh, you know, the wrong folks, the ones that want the status quo, are always weighing in because they feel threatened. And, and the folks that would like to see things better just don't, for whatever reason, feel motivated to do that. They've got to get up and they've got to speak out. Let me pick it up here when we come back. And, and for people that are listening that are not involved in businesses, they don't own a business, they're saying, well, what is the big deal here? Maybe you can explain to them, Jim Patterson, Vice President of Government Affairs for Louisiana Association of Business and Industry, why it should be of their concern and why they should get involved with this from the time the session gavels in with the committee hearings following HB or SB, whatever the House or Senate bill is, and and following it through the committee process and letting their representatives or senators know how they feel about these issues. Because like Jim was saying, if you don't give them any feedback, well, then you can't blame them for the way they voted. I guess 722 Traffic Now, WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 727, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Jim Patterson, Vice President of Government Affairs for Louisiana Association of Business and Industry. Tax Foundation put out an index of different states about tax climate, rating one state against the other when it comes to overall rank. Louisiana is 40th, and, and that counts down, not up. So 40 is not good when it comes to corporate tax Louisiana comes in at number 34 when it comes to sales tax, 48. What would what would you like to see, Jim, Louisiana Association of Business and Industry? What changes would you like to see, and why would somebody that works at a plant or works uh, retail or works in an office or does whatever, why would they care about this different tax structure in Louisiana? Well, I hope that uh, the folks you're talking about want to remain in Louisiana, uh, but that's a little hard to do when we don't necessarily have an economy that is going to provide a living for those individuals. And so uh, when it comes to the, you know, the, the rankings that we see from uh, the Tax Foundation and also there's a, an entity called the uh, Council on State Taxation, uh, which likewise ranks us as it relates to uh, sales tax in particular and, and the fact that we're uh, not looking real good, uh, when folks are looking – as to where to locate a facility or, or to remain, uh, if other states are looking better than Louisiana from a tax standpoint, that's a significant draw away from our state. And in point of fact, uh, the governor's uh, transition council on economic development and, uh, and, and tax policy uh, concluded that uh, Louisiana had been left behind. Uh, in, in all of the exodus from California, Illinois, New York, for example, uh, folks are coming to the south uh, to, to locate because uh, it's very attractive. But Louisiana is not uh, a place that they, they look to. They don't even waste their time taking a look at us because our tax system is so, uh, so obnoxious. This session that's coming up is not a fiscal session, but they can change sales tax or not? Uh, they can lower taxes. Uh, they just they can't cannot raise uh, increase taxes, okay. but they can lower taxes in this session. Now, they cannot do it uh, by using exemptions, exclusions, deductions, credits, those sorts of things. Uh, those, are, those are prohibited in this coming session. Uh, I will tell you that we are much more focused on the session next year uh, for doing these things. We will be using this session to kind of plant some seeds, to have some very uh, adult conversations about the need for the changes that have to happen. Uh, they're not easy. Uh, this is kind of like a, a Jenga puzzle, Tommy. Mm. Uh, when you start removing uh, a piece, uh, it, it, it can all come tumbling down. So you need to make sure that you've got this thing sorted uh, going into the next year. Uh, and that's what we're going to be trying to do this uh, this coming session. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's the old saying. Let's hope there's a will. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate your time. Have a nice Lent. If yes, that's sir. appropriate you too. to say. All right, Vice President of Government Affairs, Louisiana Association of Business and Industry. Speaking of Lent, we'll talk to Tommy Satanovich. We come back, owner of Drago's. We'll talk about oysters and seafood in general. 7.30, time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Dave Cohen.
All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.